What's good, guys? Welcome back to One Stop Shop. Let's get right into this episode. How we doing? All right. Let's get right into this. It was an insane day of college basketball on Sunday in the second half of the Sweet 16. The first game, Gonzaga, the number one seeded in the country. 29-0 on the year. They beat Creighton yesterday, 83-65. to It was another impressive win. They were up 10 at half, and then they just kept on outscoring them in the second half. So they had a big game from Drew Timmy, 22 points. And uh, Corey Kispert, 12 points, 7 rebounds, 1 assist. And Andrew Nembard, 17 points, 4 rebounds, 8 assists in 36 minutes. So Gonzaga was the team that I'm sure a lot of people think to go to at least the Final Four probably. And they've surpassed all expectations that anybody could have had for them. Like I mentioned, 29-0 at this point in the year. Only so many teams could make it to the Final Four or the National Championship with an undefeated record. And obviously, that's an incredible task. So, shout out to Gonzaga. I had them going all the way, so I had a feeling about them at the beginning. So I'm rooting for them, I guess. So the next game was Florida State against the number one seeded Michigan Wolverines. And Michigan's been playing insane this year under Jawan Howard. Obviously, he was a member of the Fab Five back in the 90s with Michigan. And he's really taken the program into his own hands this year. Michigan is 23-4 on the year, and they've been playing great. And, yeah, I'll break down this game. Brandon Johns Jr., 14 points, 6 rebounds, 2 assists. Then you had Hunter Dickinson, 14 points, 8 rebounds, 2 assists. And Mo Wagner plays for the Celtics. His brother Franz, 13 points, 10 rebounds, 5 assists for him. He's six foot nine, two twenty, and he's a sophomore, so he's probably gonna be an impressive NBA player one day. And maybe he'll go to the draft this year, who knows? But yeah. He's an exciting player to watch. And Michigan would have a nine point lead at halftime, and then they would outscore FSU. By seven in the second half, and Michigan roll on to the Elite Eight. And yeah, so we got two one seeds moving on to the Elite Eight. 
Obviously, others were upset in first or second round. So, yeah, moving on to the next game. It was an exciting one between the 11 seed UCLA Bruins against the number two Alabama Crimson Tide. And this game ended in overtime. And some really solid performances on UCLA yesterday from Johnny Juzang, 13 points, four rebounds, one assist in 30 minutes for UCLA. And then Jamie Jaquez Jr., 17 points, eight rebounds, three assists in 45 minutes. And Jules Bernard, 17 points, six rebounds, two assists in 42 minutes. And yeah, this was a really exciting game. UCLA was outscoring them in the first half, and they basically wouldn't let up. And this game was very close in the second half, obviously. And ended in overtime and ended with an upset. UCLA got the victory and they defeated the number two seeded Alabama Crimson Tide. And moving on to the final game of the night, the Oregon Ducks, the seven seed, took on USC. And the Mobley brothers were. They were on last night. Isaiah Mobley, 13.6 rebounds, two assists in 35 minutes for USC. And then Evan Mobley, 10 points, eight rebounds, six assists in 35 minutes also. This was a really exciting game. USC really got out in front of them by 15 at halftime, and then they basically ran away with it in the second half. A really solid performance from Eugene Omori. Omori. I botched that, I'm sorry. He dropped 28 points, 10 rebounds, 2 assists. And Chris Duarte dropped 21 points, five rebounds, six assists for Oregon. And yeah, so moving on to the Elite Eight now, we got tonight, 7.15 on CBS, the 12 seed Oregon State Beavers facing the number two Houston Cougars. Cougars. I got Houston. And 9.57 tonight on CBS, we got the number one seed, Baylor, taking on the number three, Arkansas. I got Baylor. I had Baylor going to my final four. So. That's that. Moving on.
Today is the first drop for Kith in a collaboration that they're doing with a really prominent company in HBO. And they're going to be dropping a bunch of different collaborations with certain series that HBO has done in the past, like The Sopranos and Curb Your Enthusiasm, hopefully Game of Thrones, Entourage, stuff like that. And it's an ongoing partnership, so they're going to be just releasing some, like, basic items today with, like, logos from HBO Sports from back in the day and HBO Boxing on hoodies and T-shirts. And, yeah, I'll keep you guys updated when they start releasing The Sopranos and Curb Your Enthusiasm, among other drops that they're hopefully going to be releasing sometime soon. Uh, This week for Supreme, they are releasing a Supreme Wheaties box, which is pretty interesting. There's been a lot of speculation about this, when it was going to drop, and that was like a couple months ago, but it's finally dropping this week apparently, so I'm not necessarily going to go for it, but And Supreme is going to be releasing a Swarovski S logo on a hoodie, beanie, and sweatpants in multiple colors. And that should be coming pretty soon. That's a pretty fire job. That stuff usually resells for a lot of money because of the Swarovski value for it. So I saw that somewhere. And obviously, Supreme drops every Thursday at 11 a.m. on SupremeNewYork.com. And then Friday for Palace, they're releasing finally something that I've really been waiting for in their lookbook or whatever you want to call it. And it's like a Gatorade mock-up and it's a jacket. That basically has a branding of like an old school Gatorade logo. It's on like a windbreaker. I'm trying to pick that up, and they're also releasing a Triferg of some sorts with similar branding of like the Gatorade. This was supposed to drop like a couple months ago, so I've been waiting on this. So Palace is every Friday at 11 a.m. on Palace Skateboards. It's a very solid brand. If you haven't caught from them before, like highly recommend quality stuff. Like even like some better quality than Supreme sometimes on some of the stuff. It's about the same quality. Fairly similar price point. It's a good brand if you want to get into collecting or reselling streetwear or something like that. So tonight, the Knicks play the Miami Heat at 7.30. This is going to be a pretty tough game. They're pretty evenly matched with the Knicks at this point. They're 22 and 24, and the Knicks are two games over 500 at the moment. 
24 and 22 on the season. The Knicks need And obviously, Mitchell Robinson going down with a fractured foot. That's not what we needed at the moment. And yeah. I'm looking forward to the Knicks. Hopefully, getting the dub tonight. They need it. And the Miami Heat are going to be without Victor Oladipo. It seems like he was just traded there. And Goran Dragic. I can't believe Udonis Haslam is still playing basketball. The guy's been playing since I was literally like before I was probably born at this point. (laughs) He's 40 years old. How long has he been playing? Two thousand three. Okay, he's not that old. That's <laughs> pretty old. He's been playing since two thousand three. Yeah, it was like six. <laughs> I don't know why I just came across that, but he's not playing tonight. <laughs> oh, he is playing tonight. Who knows? All right. Well, I'm just really looking forward to the football season. Like I have been watching so much college basketball, it seems like, and just regular basketball in general. But I love watching football, and I'm a huge Giant fan. Like I don't care about anything more than my team's winning. And hopefully the Giants are going to be able to prove that they don't just look good on paper. They could translate it to the field and I really hope that we have a good season this year. Hope Saquon comes back healthy and obviously we have Kenny Galladay now leading the charge on our offense and then we got other solid receivers like Darius Slayton and then Kyle Rudolph is having surgery on his foot apparently so hopefully he gets back in time and hope his surgery goes good. Because he's a solid tight end, and he seems like he's very energetic about being a giant and enthusiastic about being here, and he wants to be here and win here. And we need those type players. Hopefully the Giants can win a Super Bowl in the next couple of years. Like, I'm so excited to see how the Giants play. Daniel Jones, obviously, he has a lot to prove, but, like, he's a solid young quarterback. He does a lot better than most other quarterbacks, much better than Sam Darnold ever did for the Jets. And just the fact that we've seen certain, like, instances of Daniel Jones being an insane athlete, like, obviously, his, like, crazy run last year where he tripped over himself, but, you know, like, he still gets the job done. He gets the Giants in good field position a lot, and he can throw the ball. So, really looking forward to seeing who the Giants draft. It's obviously, I mean, it shouldn't be really obvious, but, like, there's been a lot of speculation that they're going to draft either Jalen Waddle or if Devontae Smith drops, like, who knows? Like, that would be insane. But I don't think that's going to happen. But 
For the Jets, on the other hand, I'm not a Jeff fan at all. I can really give a crap, but they're obviously probably going to get rid of Sam Darnold at this point and probably go after Zach Wilson. He looked very impressive at his pro day. He looks like a good young quarterback for the Jets, so hopefully the Jets don't ruin his career also like they've ruined every single other quarterback that's come through their organization. They just seem to do that for some reason. I don't know why, but, like, they just kind of – if you're not winning with pieces that they have around you, how are you supposed to prove that you're better than the system that you're put in? Like, Sam Darnold didn't really have top targets to help him out. (laughs) And he's put to blame because he – one doesn't have the best like options to be throwing to, and then he gets picked off because like that's what happens. But yeah, interested to see what the Jets do, and interested to see what happens with the Sean Watson. And like this, all kind of seems like it's just like a lot of crazy allegations against him, and like there's like. I've read a lot of articles and like there's like certain things that don't have like evidence for and like it's not like a criminal case either so like it's kind of like weird and kind of seems like he's being uh made out to be someone that he's really not I hope like he seemed like he was a good role model for like young athletes and just people in general and hopefully this isn't the end of him being a positive role model and like just like all the numbers that came out against him like who knows that they're just trying to get money out of him and I guess like the truth will be told one day but yeah sucks to see what he's going through And if he did do it, like, I'm not for that. So that's uh, that's something else. But, yeah, hopefully the truth um, will set him free. And he really wanted to get out of Houston. So who the hell knows if he's going to be able to get out of Houston now. So that's that. And I've just been, like, really taking a step back from doing a lot recently, and I've just been, like, trying to stay calm and realize that I'm going to figure it out fairly soon, and I'm going to, like, figure out, like, what I'm going to do for a job, like, in the next couple months and stuff like that. And I'm not going to do this forever, you know. Like, this is just past time for me. And it's, like, obviously during quarantine and this past year, like, it gets lonely. And, like, this podcast has become an outlet for me to just, like, talk about, like, what I – I can talk about 
one man or something. And yeah. Shout out to anybody that's listening. Thank you for listening if you're out there. And yeah, this was never meant to be anything more than what it is. I kind of was just experimenting with a certain idea that I had. And it's led me here for the better part of a year. It's become a hobby. It's kept me on the right track to becoming a better person, I guess. Like, keeps me aware of everything. And obviously, now I'm going to talk about the uh, one of the main issues that's going on in this fucking country. Stop Asian hate movement. And, like, all these brutal assault assaults rather on Asian people and murders in Atlanta at the massage parlors by that fucking psychopath like he gives being a Caucasian male like myself a really bad look and a bad name just because now people are going to be generalized to think that just like a regular well I mean like that guy wasn't regular by any means but I'm saying like people are not going to like look at white people the same like especially in the south like those are really screwed up situations that people have to deal with and obviously there's different geographic and like socioeconomic differences between certain cities and shit. But, like, certain people are just evil, man, and certain people aren't. And, like, I'm not an evil person, and I've obviously been through so much shit in my life that kind of made me go down the wrong path, and I've had to work hard to make myself a better person over the last couple of years, and I've been through hell and back. And I'm a better person for it. And I've experienced more shit than most adults will ever experience. At such an early age, I had to lose my mom. And she guided me through life like I had no idea. And for me to have to go through life without... Having one of my parents, like, obviously, I have my dad, and we're very close and shit. Like, we are living together at the moment. Like, first time I lived at home in a long time after I went to college and stuff, so. All I'm trying to say is COVID fucking is a reason why, to some extent, Certain Asian people are being targeted because people are so ignorant to the fact that they think that just because the country of origin has to do with a certain race or culture or type of person, it didn't have to do with that. It has to do with 
the general insanity that some people have for other people, like, and it's horrible. I don't have fucking hate in my heart for anybody, but, like, I have been disrespected before and haven't felt the best, but, like, that would never make me want to fucking go and ruin another person's life and make it worse for someone. That's not my main objective, and I try to be as positive as I want to, but, like, this stuff cannot happen. Obviously, the Black Lives Matter movement was one thing, with George Floyd and Breonna Taylor and all the other victims. And no one should be fearing for their life on a regular basis. Like, that's just not okay. Like, it's like, it's like I fear for my life on a regular basis, like, and I'm... I shouldn't be, but, you know, like, I feel like everybody should fucking be on guard at all times, and no one should be fearing for their life because of just how they look, or the culture that they portray, follow. I just had to unload the, I don't know. But I had to voice myself on this. I am an ally for anybody. Like, I don't really care about the color of your skin. I'm a very genuine person. I can care less about the color of someone's skin or how you look. Like, it's just insane to me. I've never understood why people do what they do. It's crazy shit in this world. And we just got to work hard to help people and make it a safer place to live in for everybody. Like, no one should be scared to live in this world because you're only here for a short amount of time and then you're gone. You should be as positive and nice to people as you fucking can. God knows that I could have used some helping hands, like, throughout the last couple of years, and, like, I've pretty much gone through it myself, and I've really gained an understanding for who I am, and I'm such a caring person about other people and I don't know why and people that may have thought that they have known me they never fucking knew me because they don't know who I am on the inside and I'm such a genuine person and I've been betrayed and I've been lied to and so much other shit and I don't have a bad bone in my fucking body And I've just been really hurt in my life, and I've had to deal with a lot of fucking loss. And it's something that certain people will never fucking understand. And I am the way I am because of it. And this has been an episode of One Stop Shop. Peace out.